Thanks for tuning in to the Connected Educator Podcast, the podcast for people with a goal of making virtual connections that empower and impact you along your EDU journey. I am your host, Cassie Reeder, education consultant and Connected Educator. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me today for my podcast. In this episode, we're going to finish up part two of Twitter chats. We're going to discuss retweets and liking comments. Remember that your ultimate goal is to share thoughts and make new connections during the first few chats. So we're going to take it easy and keep those as our goals as we continue this walkthrough. In the last episode, you learned all about how Twitter chats are run, and I shared tips on how to find and comment on questions during a Twitter chat. Today, you're going to learn how to retweet and comment on others' tweets allowing you to share content from others with those you know might be interested in learning more about that topic. One of my favorite parts of Twitter is the never-ending abundance of new knowledge, tips, and tricks that are being shared daily among my PLN or professional learning network. This is the power that having great connections will bring to you, making it worth your time on these social media tools. Remember how we found this chat. In the search bar, At the top of our screen, either on the website or in the app, we type in the hashtag. Let's use the hashtag NTChat as an example. Once we've searched for the hashtag, we have a few options. You will see top, latest, people, photos, and videos. Always click the latest to stay up to date with the latest tweets that have been shared using that hashtag. While participating in the chats, I also recommend refreshing your web page or application, depending on how you're accessing Twitter, which will also help you to see the latest comments and questions as they continue to come in live. If you see a tweet that you like and you want to comment on it, simply click the speech bubble or the comment button on the left side of the screen underneath the content or the text box. If you want to like or favorite the comment, click on the heart. Let's talk about liking others' tweets and what that actually means. If I click the heart on someone else's tweet, it will show them that I liked it by notifying them on their page. It will also show up on my own Twitter feed as well. When things show up on my Twitter feed, it is now viewable to my followers regardless of if they are participating in that Twitter chat or not. The next option available is to retweet someone's comment or their Twitter question, for example. What it means to retweet is like a share. You're posting the original content on your own feed, giving credit to the original owner as well. This will allow others to see that posting and the person who posted it. With retweets, there are two options. You may simply share the original tweet or you may add your own comment to accompany this initial post in which you add your ideas or tag friends or use hashtags that relate to the content. In doing so, your goal is allowing others that connect with you to see the content and what it's related to. It's kind of like a way to share information so that they know the context of the information that you're sharing. If I'm participating in a Twitter chat, for example, and I see content that I believe would benefit new teachers in my NT chat or new teacher chat community, I might retweet the content with a brief explanation of my thoughts in relation to the original tweet. Then I would finish my tweet by tagging Lisa and Chuck, remember they're the moderators with me of the new teacher chat. And then I would also include the hashtag in chat. 
Now, anyone who searches for the hashtag NTChat will see the content I've shared, and more importantly, Lisa and Chuck will be notified of the tag so they can view the content directly. If they choose to, they could also retweet the content, which would help it continue to spread. So how can Twitter chats be so overwhelming? Typically, tweets are sent out on a schedule, dependent upon how many questions the chat includes and the length of time that the moderators have chosen to host the chat. For example, there are things called slow chats, which can last anywhere from two hours to an entire day. In a slow chat, questions are released at a very slow rate, maybe one every hour, or one every two hours, for example. Slow chats are a great way to get introduced to the style of a Twitter chat without feeling the rush that comes from the faster-paced chat that is held within an hour or maybe a half hour. A majority of Twitter chats are hosted for an hour at a time, with anywhere from five to six questions being asked during the duration. After the welcome, every 10 minutes or so, a question is posted. So after a question is shared, People discuss their answers and shared content that is related to the topic until the next question is released, and it builds from there. I have found myself many times answering a question at the beginning of a chat and then getting wrapped up in conversation with people on a particular idea, which eventually leads me to completely forget to check in on the other questions as they're released live. But guess what? That's okay. The best part about a Twitter chat is that as long as I know the hashtag, I can always search for it at any time during or after the chat takes place and get caught up on the remaining questions or other conversations that may have happened. These tweets are not taken down and do not go away once they are out on Twitter, so Twitter chats can be saved and found whenever I need them. A few reminders and additional considerations. Having a template for your questions that's easily recognizable for your brand, for example, will help to draw the attention and help participants stay in tune with the conversation questions. These graphics can easily be created by using PowerPoint or Google Slides and then downloaded as an image file and tweeted out. You may also use a tool like Adobe Spark or Canva, which have custom templates sized for Twitter postings, for example. Both of these tools are free, very easy to use, and can be accessed through the website version or the application, which is available on both iOS and Android. I'm gonna wrap up today's Twitter chat conversation by talking about following new people. I find that my most valuable connections come when I am in conversation during Twitter chats with others. I read through some of their responses, and I definitely look into their profile. To view their profile, I simply click the profile image that they have on their tweet, or I can also click on their name that's located beside their profile image. Take a few moments to briefly browse a few of their past tweets, and maybe check out some of the media that they've posted by clicking on the Media tab. If I believe that they will be a valuable connection, meaning that I'm going to learn new things from them, and they seem to share similar interests as I with the content they share on their page, then I definitely follow them. Typically, when I follow them, they'll follow me back, and that is how connections are made. In today's show notes, I've shared a resource that combines these tips to remember when finding and following new contacts on Twitter. Even if you feel like you've mastered the process, it would be a great resource to pass on to your Twitter newbie friends and those who haven't joined yet, but with your help, will be doing so soon. As I mentioned in episode number two of this podcast, the greatest advice that I was given when starting my Connected Educator journey was to choose those that I follow very wisely and make sure that we have similar goals when it comes to content that we share and other accounts that we follow. 
In keeping to this practice, I personally feel comfortable sharing my Twitter account with others during an interview process, for example. If you enjoyed what you learned today during this podcast, but would like a live training on how to follow the steps mentioned in the podcast and get additional support when participating in a Twitter chat, join me for a live webinar series that I will be hosting on April 18th and 25th. Are you an educator who has yet to jump into social media applications as a tool for networking and community building? Do you feel stuck, lost, or absolutely confused when it comes to sending a tweet, participating in a Twitter chat, or even how to create a Twitter account? Are you hesitant to use social media tools like Twitter or Facebook for education purposes because of all the negative hype surrounding these tools in the media today? Let me introduce you to the Become a Connected Educator webinar series. This one focusing on back to basics with Twitter. These webinars will provide you with a basic knowledge of Twitter and how to get started by making meaningful connections with others. In these webinars, you will learn the ropes of Twitter, including how to compose a tweet, how to like and share others' tweets, how to find content that's shared by others, and how to communicate with others regarding shared content. You will learn how to find content that will empower you and your students along your journey. You'll also learn best practices to keep you and your students safe, as well as how to have a meaningful experience that will create valuable, useful connections with others in the education field. Each week, you'll be provided with a webinar link, a freebie, and a checklist of to-dos that you'll complete before the next webinar begins. Creating connections that are meaningful and don't allow you to get stuck in a rabbit hole or end up with a feed of content that is not in your connectivity goal. That's where I come in the equation. Check out the show notes for more details on how you can claim your spot in the free webinar series today. Please be aware that there are limited spots available, so don't wait to sign up. The webinars will be hosted April 18th and 25th, and the links will be sent out before the webinar begins. Are you a brand new or a longtime connected educator that has a story to tell about your experiences? I would love for you to join me on my podcast, The Connected Educator Podcast, and be able to use your story to impact the lives of others. We all started somewhere, but everyone has a different road in how they became connected. If you're interested in joining me for my podcast and sharing your own story, please let me know. To do so, visit cassiereader.com forward slash podcast and click on share your story at the top of the page. Thanks for listening in to the Connected Educator Podcast. For the notes and archived podcasts, visit cassiereader.com forward slash podcast.